Ordinary Fellowship is a podcast inspired by the Puritan practice of godly conference or spiritual conversations among believers. These spiritual conversations will offer practical spiritual help for Christian living. I'm Jeremy Lee, and again, as I always say, Matthew McLaughlin is with me. Yes, I am. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, Matt. Coming up the week that this will be dropped, I don't broadcast right. isn't really the right yeah. word, is it? The week this will drop on our site, and you'll be able to listen to it, uh, we will be celebrating Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving is probably going to be different uh, than other Thanksgivings. Um, this year <laughs> has definitely been a year to remember or to forget, depending on your perspective. Nothing like this has ever happened in and and uh, most of our lifetimes, so uh, this is a this is a unique Thanksgiving. And even though there's many reasons that we look back at this year and say it was difficult, uh, there are still many reasons to be thankful and give thanks to God as we meet together and things like that. So we're going to take some time to talk about thankfulness. Hopefully this will encourage your reflection and meditation on ways God has blessed or worked this year for which you're thankful, and um, hopefully it'll be encouraging for you. Hopefully. I think one of the things for us to remember is because this year has been so incredibly challenging that that we need to be even more thankful, even though the natural tendency of our heart is to be much less thankful because things haven't worked the way we thought they were going to work when we started this year. And yet, as we stop and we think back, we can see how God has, again, as he always does, provided and taken care of us and given us so many blessings that we can't even imagine, even if they don't necessarily feel like blessings at the time when we receive them. <laughs> yeah, and even... Even the difficult providences that we have faced this year have, uh, for believers, been for our good and for God's glory. Right. So as we begin thinking about Thanksgiving, we want to start with, well, the problem of sin and how sin affects a thankful heart. So, Jeremy, you you wanted to read something from Romans 1. Yeah, I think I'm going to read the whole passage, Romans uh, 1, 18 through 23. This doesn't sound like a Thanksgiving passage, but I promise there is something in it. But anyways, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so that they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. 
So especially verse 21 gets at this, but we need the whole context where it talks about not giving thanks. So what's happening here is we see a descent into idolatry, and the descent into idolatry begins with not seeing who God is in nature. And from there, it just, the next step downward into idolatry is to not, to not honor God as God or give thanks to him. So not being thankful, not recognized, and part of being thankful means not is to recognize God as God. And because they were not recognizing God as God, they become futile in their minds, so it affects how they think and how they reason, and it eventually leads to idolatry and many of the sins that are listed further on in Romans chapter 1. Thankfulness really is a Christian virtue, and thankfulness, it seems to me from what this said, is really impossible for someone who does not believe that there is a God who exists. Because this passage clearly says they did not honor God as God or give thanks. So if you're, if you're not giving thanks, you're not honoring God as God. And that, that leads into worshiping creatures rather than creation, or rather than the creator. Excuse me, I'm going to be a heretic. You're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. I think we can go all you go all the way back to Genesis, and there's a way in which you can frame the first sin as a result of a lack of thankfulness. Because Eve wasn't thankful for the creation God gave her, so she was unthankful because her heart was unthankful. She believed the deception of Satan, which then led to the downfall of mankind. Because, but it ultimately starts because her heart wasn't in a position of thankfulness, being thankful for what God had given her, knowing that that what she didn't have, that's what Adam didn't have, is what they didn't need. And so they could be thankful. And then it all flows out of that into all that Romans 1 just described. So if we think through this problem of what sin does and how sin creates idols and those idols cause us to be not honoring to God and therefore we don't thank we're not we don't thank God like we need to. We need to, as we've talked about before, dis develop the spiritual discipline or the means of grace so that we exercise the thankfulness. And one of the best resources to help us think this through is there's a book Matthew Henry wrote called A Way to Pray. Well or mine's called or, a method or a method of prayer. Depending it, on the publisher. Depending on the publisher. But in it he speaks about Thanksgiving. So, Jeremy, what does Henry say about Thanksgiving? So, I'll just read how he introduces that section, and then I need to talk a little bit about how this book is set up. Here's what he says. Our errand at the throne of grace is not only to seek the favor of God, but to give unto him the glory due unto his name, and that not only by an awful adoration of his infinite perfections, but by a grateful acknowledgement of his goodness to us. He says more, but we'll get to that in a little bit. He's telling us here 
that we don't come just to ask God for things. We also come to him to give the glory due to his name. And there, there's two ways that he says we do that. We acknowledge or adore him for his attributes. In other words, we, it's who God, we adore God for who he is. And that aspect of prayer is adoration. But we also thank God for his good gifts to us. And that would involve, that is what Thanksgiving is about. Adoration has to do with who God is. So when you think about his holiness or his justice or omnipotence and praise God for those things, we're adoring God. When we're thanking God for our family and our friends and all the good gifts that he's given us, we're giving thanks properly. Henry introduces this section on Thanksgiving in that way. But the whole book, and so the version I have is called A Method for Prayer, and it's by Christian Heritage Publishing. But uh, Banner of Truth puts out the other one. What What's right. the title of that? A Way to Pray, because they just re-released it yeah. for a, the Christmas sale. So it's, I believe that it's basically the same thing, mm -hmm. um, just different publishers. And from what I have seen, I think that A Way to Pray is an edited or abridged version, but it's much nicer to look at as far as the way it's all set up. But the me a method for prayer is the full thing, but it's not as neatly set up as the other one. A Way to Pray is a nicer book, <laughs> but it does. I don't believe that it has all the content. Um, and another way to access this if you don't want to buy the book, although I suggest, I suggest you do, Another way to access it is uh, MatthewHenry.org. I believe the full thing is available online, and you can look at each of these sections. Um, the reason I recommend reading, getting the book is because this isn't a book that you just read through. This is a book that you pray through, and I'll explain that more in a minute. And for me, when I'm praying, it's not a good idea to have the internet there and try to go through the internet. There's too many distractions. So I think in this case, it's better just to get the book. And even though the internet resource is free. But if you're listening to this and want it, you're not going to be able to get it before Thanksgiving. So you can use the, you can use the internet until you get your book. So <laughs> anyways, uh, so let me t tell you a little bit about this book. And this book has really been so beneficial for me in my prayer life. What Henry does is basically he uses the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, um, which is Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. He uses that acronym to guide our prayers. But then under each heading, he finds scriptural references to help you to adore or to confess, to give thanks or to supplicate. So his whole book is this, it's just scripture. So it helps you in a couple ways when you're praying. It helps your prayer to be more biblical because you're actually focused on the words and the texts of scripture when you're praying. It also has helped to deepen it. And that's one of the reasons I want to go over this because I don't know about you, Matthew, but. You know, around Thanksgiving, pastors like to have a time in their 
church service to everybody go around and tell something uh, that they're thankful for. And what you tell me, what is it that everybody tells, gives thanks for? Well, outside of COVID year, everybody <laughs> is thankful for their family, for salvation, and that they are healthy. Yep. And that, that is about as deep as it goes. Um, and I'm not going to be cynical, okay? I'll, I'll, probably in their prayer closet, uh, there's more to be thankful about. Um, no doubt about it. There, I mean, sometimes you can't share to a big group of people the things you're most thankful for because they may be private. So there, there's probably it's probably deeper than that. Right. I, I don't intend to imply that people are that shallow. But all of us need more depth right. uh, than what we have. And I think... Those are that's the two ways that Henry has helped me the most to make help make shape my prayers to make them more biblical and help 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 make my prayers uh, deeper. So I just wanted to share several of the things that uh, Henry tells us to pray for, uh, both to give you a taste of of where he's going and um, to give you some thoughts on how you could be thinking through these and wondering, are you as thankful as you should be? Anyways, so the first thing Henry tells us to do is that we need to stir up ourselves to praise God with the consideration both of the reason and the encouragement we have to praise him. So before we even really get into prayer proper and thanksgiving proper, he wants to, us to stir up our hearts by thinking about the reason we have to praise God and the encouragement that we have to praise God. Here's one of the prayers that he gives as an example, and I, I think it's great. We are here through Jesus Christ to offer the sacrifice of praise to thee which we desire to do continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to thy name. And thou hast said that he that offers praise glorifies thee, and that this also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that hath horns or hooves. So he's, he's trying to encourage us to say, here are reasons to praise God. And what he's saying here is that praising God in in the way, in this way glorifies God and pleases the Lord better than any of the sacrifices of the Old Testament ever could. And so that is intended to stir you up to say this is a good thing. It's going to bring God glory and bring him pleasure if I give thanks to him. So it's meant to stir up our hearts. You have any thoughts about that, Matthew? I think that is a good reminder for us to allow our hearts to be stirred up because it's so easy to not, to just <laughs> go through life and just assume things are the way they are and never think them through, which I think we'll talk about more in a couple minutes. But yeah. just to our hearts being stirred to give God the praise he deserves always leads to a better life than if our hearts aren't stirred to praise God for who he is. And I think one of the keys that you said and what Henry is getting at 
with the whole book is prayer might take a little more thought than what we may be used to giving it. Right. There's nothing wrong with spontaneous prayers in in the heat of the moment, but there should be times when we're more reflective. Yes. And that's what he's. Tr- I think he's trying to get us to do by starting with this, stirring up your hearts, because it's easy to go say, okay, it's time to pray. Now I got to go pray. And it's not like you can stir these thankful <laughs> things up just by saying, okay, it's time to pray. I'm thankful now. Right. It's not like there's a switch somewhere in your brain that says thankfulness and you flip it and away you go. Yeah. So it, it's good to, as Henry says, stir up our hearts with reasons to thank God. That that should encourage us to so that we're really thinking about these things and thinking from our hearts. So next, he talks about being particular in our thanksgiving to God. He mentions discoveries we've made of the goodness of his nature in his word. And then he goes on at length to talk about the many instances of God's goodness. So that's basically the rest of of this section, is how the many instances of his goodness. There's two overall headings. One has to do with our body. The other has to do with our soul. So he spends some time reflecting on our body. He gives thanks to God with reference to all creatures and mankind in general. And then he moves on to think about our particular situation. And there's many things that he mentions here. I can't read them all, or I'll just be reading off a list, and that would be incredibly boring. But I thought one of the things that were particularly appropriate is... uh, He says that we're to give thanks for signal recoveries from danger by sickness or otherwise. This is a scriptural, biblical prayer, and you might recognize some of these verses as I read them, having to do with the sickness that God's delivered us from. This is what what he says based on scripture. When perhaps there has been but a step between us and death, And when we have received a sentence of death within ourselves and have been ready to say in the cutting off of our days, we should go to the gates of the grave and were deprived of the residue of our years. Yet thou hast in love to our souls delivered them from the pit of corruption and cast all our sins behind thy back. So some of you may have reason to give thanks, God, for this. If you've been sick this year with the coronavirus, not knowing uh, how it might end, um, this would be a, a prayer to pray. Uh, next, he mentions the comforts of this life. Um, and one of the things that he mentions, I think, is a, especially appropriate for the way we celebrate Thanksgiving. He says, Uh, And this is the prayer. Many a time we have eaten and been filled and have delighted ourselves in thy great goodness. I think that, I love that because um, the New Testament tells us that whatever we do, whether we eat or whether we drink, we're to do it all in the glory of God. 
And, and so even in our eating and drinking, we should give glory to God. Um, and that's what, that's what this prayer is doing. He's recognizing that in all, all the good food that we've had throughout this year or that you're about to partake of uh, on Thanksgiving Day is, is a precious gift from God. And God could have made all the food bland, and it still would have been nutritious, and we, we would have been fine with it. But God gave us savory and sweet and salty and different spices to make food good. And uh, it, that should remind us of the beauty of the Lord. I mean, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So that tasting should make us not just savor the food, but savor the Lord who made it. Right. I think the key word in Henry's heading that I think we need to make sure we spend time thinking about is particular. What I mean by that is it's so easy for us to be general, to back to what we were talking about before, to just say, I'm thankful for my family, I'm thankful for my salvation, I'm thankful for my health, whatever it might, whatever else it might be, and, and we'll just, we just speak in general terms and we need to remind ourselves that God has given me specifically good gifts, specific things, and we need to acknowledge all of those specific things because it says in James that every good and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of, of lights. That is, everything I have, God has provided to me, and so therefore, I need to, my heart needs to be trained to offer him thanks for those specific things that he has given to me. Right. I, th I think that's a good, good thing to point out is we're very good at generalizing and just saying my family in particular and, or, or my family in particular. That, right. In general, in my general, family right. and my health, you know, if, but what if you're getting particular, your health may be, I had a health scare this year, and I'm thankful that God brought healing and I'm cured. That's the particular thing right. that you're thankful for. And we need to acknowledge, not, and not just in generalities, but in specifics, what God has done. And that requires some thinking through what we're doing when we come to the throne of grace and um and that's okay it doesn't right. prayer doesn't always have to be off the cuff no i mean a lot of it's going to be but there are there are things we need to think about it's it's good especially this time of the year to be reflective on what god has done that that should stir up that thankfulness it should in your hearts it should and I, so therefore, that's why we so highly recommend Henry's book. So one last thing we want to spend some time doing is practically what does this look like? I guess I'll begin by saying one of the things for us to remember is this. Everything I have is a gift. That means the only thing I have ever earned in my life is death and separation from God. That's what I've earned. So therefore, everything else I have is a gift from God. So that should call my heart to be thankful. But not only that, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians that we're to give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. So it's literally a command that our hearts need to 
cry out in thankfulness. So how do we do that? I think one of the things we can do is by making a list and just spend time write down the things we're thankful for. You and that list will require you to, like we have talked about, we just got done talking about, be specific. And so you can begin this process of thinking it through and then don't take anything for granted. So when you spend time with your family and someone does something for you, don't just assume, well, of course they were going to do that. Offer both God and them thanks for that. That's just one, one example of how we can practically be thankful. I, and I, one of the reasons that I'm encouraging people to take a look at this book, take a look at the, uh, MatthewHenry.org, is to take, set some time aside during during the holidays to it, it doesn't necessarily have to be Thanksgiving Day or even the Thanksgiving weekend but during this end of the year uh, the beginning with Thanksgiving to set some time aside to be alone with God and to think through these things and to give uh, particular thanks forgot how God has worked out. I mean, we just covered a minuscule portion um, of what Henry says. He goes on to talk about our souls and the salvation God has wrought. Um, so there's there's a lot of tremendous stuff in there. Um, you, you could spend all day praying through this and really thinking how God has worked in your life, both physically and spiritually, to bring you to the place where you're at. So part of the practicalness of talking through this is to encourage people to look at the resource themselves and make time to actually set aside time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I think we need the reminder that we, we as Christians, among all people, should be those who are most thankful all of the time. Because we understand, back to Romans 1, we understand what our lives look like outside and apart and separated from God. And so it's always frustrating when you find Christians who are anything but thankful, who spend their entire time complaining and grumbling. It's why. Hey, stop picking on me. I understand. <laughs> it's why Paul says, don't grumble, don't murmur, don't complain, because we look like everybody else around us. And so. I think we need the encouragement. And not only do we need the encouragement, it encourages ourselves because we realize how good God has been to us. Right. So we thank you for listening. Offering thanks. We thank you for listening to this episode of Ordinary Fellowship, which is a ministry of Two Rivers Community Church. If you'd like more information about Two Rivers, you can find it at tworiverscc.org. If you would like to send us Hate mail, as Jeremy would love to receive some hate mail. Or you just simply have a comment, you can send it to ordinaryfellowship at gmail.com. Please follow us on Facebook at Ordinary Fellowship. We thank you again for listening to Ordinary Fellowship, where we strive to have spiritual conversations for practical Christian living.